and welcome back to another episode of WZIP's Music Mixdown. This is Zoe Farson back in the booth today, but I am not alone. I have a special guest with me. It is ZTV's Akron After Hours' very own Kyle Timas. Yes. Hello, hey, Kyle. Hello, Zoe. Thank you for having me. And you may be thinking to yourself, lovely listener, what in the world is a guy that works strictly in the TV station at the university doing on a music podcast. What, what, what could he possibly know about music? Well, today is a special episode because Mr. Kyle Timas is a very big fan of Machine Gun Kelly. What's his real name? Colson Baker. Colson Baker. Cleveland's own Colson Baker. All right. <laughs> and if you can see where this is going by my demeanor of his responses i am a very big fan of eminem marshall bruce mathers the third what was his name marshall bruce mathers the third uh. and um if you know anything about the lore of those two musical artists they had a very big beef a couple years ago and is it is it still sticking around do you know um not to my knowledge I feel like they kind of squashed it, squashed it, hashed it out as best they could. Um, but it, it was it was quite the controversy. I remember it was you couldn't you couldn't really go anywhere without anyone bringing it up for that couple of weeks when it was huge, where they both released diss tracks on each other within mm-hmm. a couple of days. So yeah. So in this podcast today, we're going to do kind of a rundown of the timeline of that beef and um, give some personal opinions on it. And then we're just going to reflect on the whole thing to see if it was genuine or if it was all just fluff. What would you call it? Orchestrated PR stunt behind the scenes, which is some people believe that's that's truly what happened, but... You know, there's there's sides to there's theories. There's theories. There's there's two sides to every story. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uncover what side we think is more accurate. Yes, and um, I said to this, I said to Kyle yesterday when we were figuring out what we're gonna talk about. I said, you and I are very stuck in our ways with each artist. This is not a podcast for us to convince each other the other one is better. It is just purely an argument. <laughs> yes. We're just purely arguing in a controlled area. So none of us are going to get really mad, but... No. It, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Okay. So where it all started was in 2012 when Machine Gun Kelly, or MGK, tweeted a tweet about yes. Eminem's daughter Haley and um she was I believe I believe she was 16 at the time. Yes, I was going to say I believe yes. she was underage at the time. Yes. And he said, "Okay, so I just saw a picture of Eminem's daughter and I have to say she is hot as f." Yes. Now neither of us have children. But personally, if I saw somebody on a public platform talking about my daughter in such 
in such a way that is disrespectful, especially if she was underage. I don't know how old he was in 2012. Definitely not below 18. I could look that up real quick. But yeah, fact check, fact, fact regardless, check. Regardless, um, this is not a point in the timeline that I'm going to argue in favor for MGK. There's, it's, it's a very strong start to the beef. There is no excuse for that, regardless of his age at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. It's And especially if it's... Eminem's daughter, you're gonna get response to that. Like, you're in the response isn't gonna be, oh, yeah, bro. It's gonna be like, bro, what? So, yeah, he was 22 at the time. Um, yeah, that that does not check out. And, uh, if if any of you out there know how Eminem feels about his daughter, Haley, he loves that girl to death. He would do anything for her as a father should, as a father father should. should, and. MGK also being a father. Yeah, was he Which, a at the father? time, he was he father. Was. His his daughter was a lot younger. Yeah. Because I don't think his daughter now is even 16. No, so. she's pretty young. I know he was a young dad, but yeah. still. So, needless to say, that is a very strong start to a beef. And Eminem kind of an angry guy especially in making his music especially about his daughter because he's made multiple songs about her and how much he cares about her and all of that um so move it with that with um, that it's a very meaningful grounds for beef yes and like you said eminem is very angry with with Mm-hmm. When when these things happen, and Eminem being a unique artist in the sense that he doesn't really take to social media, he kind of moves secretively behind the scenes type of stuff, he, you know. He, so the the next point in this um, in this timeline I have mm-hmm. um, goes all the way into the future of three years in 2015, where MGK accuses Eminem of having him blacklisted from the music industry, specifically the same record that they are both signed to. Um, I haven't heard of this. You have not heard of this. Okay, well, I can shed some more light onto it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Essentially, where um, MGK's, what kind of sparked it more in MGK's eyes is that like I said, like Eminem is kind of reclusive mm-hmm. in the sense where he doesn't, he likes to do a lot of things outside the public scope and pulling some strings behind the scenes of this record company that they're both signed to and like having producers take MGK off of some other people's albums, removing features, not giving him the light of day in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't know. That might be a theory or something MGK said because obviously Eminem came from very tough backgrounds and had to work his way up in the music industry. So it would be very odd to me if he had that approach and did that to MGK Um, because he doesn't strike me as somebody that would do that. But eh. Me neither, but if... He was going to it's a very, get back at MGK for what he said about yeah his daughter. That would be the that way be the to way. do it. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm also not here to argue whether or not Eminem was justified for doing that or not. But clearly, yeah. Eminem at that time was in a much more 
powerful role in the label Mm -hmm. where he would have people in higher up positions listening to him Mm -hmm. if he ever so desired to do that. Whether or not he actually did that was never confirmed by anybody, but it's just a suspicion that MGK had. But Mm -hmm. truthfully, on my end too, I'm not sure how much credibility MGK would have from that because it has been three years since that. And if you can't, if, if he feels like he wasn't getting any success within those three years, yeah. and he's he just got only recently... blaming it on one guy at that time. Yeah. He, I feel like that was just like said in the moment and that's kind of where it feeds into the yeah. orchestrated thing we'll talk about later. But, um, but all things are lining up for mm-hmm. MGK picking a fight that he is not necessarily equipped to handle with um mm-hmm. yeah with uh with a powerhouse of the music industry like Eminem yeah is. And, and in in two different ways of just like his lyricism and his power of like higher up people and like he can basically maybe do whatever he wants i don't know i don't know how that all works it's all politics anyway but if we're we're moving on to the era of this beef where the diss tracks do start coming out. And um, in 2018 on Tech 9s song, No Reason, um, MGK shades Eminem with a reference to his uh, hit song, Rap God. Don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I will not read the whole thing because um, the FCC would not like that. But he says, popped in on the top charts out the cop car to remind y'all you just rap, you're not gods, and I don't care who got bars. Now, that could be very broad, but considering previous things that have happened, it might be a little shady. It 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 is shady. It is slim shady. Perhaps. All right, All right. Um, <laughs> I didn't but, think about that. <laughs> regardless, um, it like you said, it can be ambiguous. It can be taken mm-hmm. multiple different ways. But um, that was a song um, in collaboration with another artist that Eminem has historic beef <laughs> yes. with as well. Yes, 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 um, and. Royce the five nine. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm saying yeah. that correctly or not. No, you, but, you got um, They're buds, Eminem and him. They're friends. Are you? Are they not? I, I'm saying Eminem and him had beef. Oh. Prior. Well, then to, they later made an album together. If I'm not mistaken. Let me fact check. Okay. We, we're we're gonna try to fact check as much as possible yes. in this episode um, because either way there's there's history argument. there there's history there yes so for mgk to say that specific lyric oh on a yeah song they made a the specific artist bad meets evil hip-hop okay. duo and that was yes. afterwards that was about um it was formed in 1998 okay. so they were friends and i believe worst five nine was on um the slim shady lp back in 1999 i am not positive fake fan <laughs> but yes there, there maybe it's a love-hate type of relationship yeah, but regardless that people, is a little 
it raises some red flags why yeah. MGK would choose that specific lyric on that specific song with that specific person. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's a little suspicious. Just, just, a, just a little bit. But um, <laughs> and then we move on to um, twenty eighteen with yeah, Kamikaze. Yes, when I became more alert to this beef, I I've been a fan of Eminem since I was ten years old, but I was. 10 i didn't pay attention to any of this beef i just listened to his music and that was it but in 2018 is when i was about 15 at the time it was before my birthday in september so i was probably like 15 at no i was 16 15 or 16 so i i was aware of um the beef at that point but then when uh not alike from kamikaze came out um it's just like pure like he's definitely talking about him like he name drops he's okay i'm gonna read the lyric to you he says he wants to keep up his tough demeanor so he does a feature decides to team up with nina tech nine but next time you don't gotta use tech nine if you want to come at me with a sub machine gun and i'm talking to you Bet you already know who the F you are, Kelly. I don't use sublims and sure as F don't sneak this. But keep commenting on my daughter, Haley. I keep on telling MFs, but just in case you forgot, really, and need jaw memories, Jared, Jared. I'm trying to find the uh, the rhyme scheme here. Uh, and then like like strawberries or pineapple apricot jelly i respond rarely but this time shady about to sound off that to me if i were machine gun kelly i would be very scared because um if anybody knows like lore with eminem there there's a very distinct difference in eminem songs like who is who 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 really is rapping is it eminem or is it slim shady and slim shady was more prominent in the his earlier eras and his like first three albums like slim shady lp marshall mathers lp and um eminem show so it, it kind of died off in eminem show but there were still some slim shady moments so when he says that shady is coming for him he is about to say some not very nice things. Correct. And I also did make a mistake earlier that co- that collaboration was with Tech 9 I MGK. said Tech 9 Yes, my bad on that. Mm. <laughs> so maybe that could get cut from the final edit. <laughs> maybe, if I feel but, like going um, back. MGK's subtle diss was a song with Tech 9 and then Eminem's response on Kamikaze was with Royce the Five Nine. Yes. So that that was my mistake mm-hmm. there. Yes. I was gonna say I I don't recall, I I didn't recall that beef, but I there there might have been, but I don't think it was in relation to this yes. event. But. Um, but going back to the topic of um beefs that Eminem has had with other artists, mm-hmm. like the point you made. If I'm MGK, I should be very scared right now because mm-hmm. historically when people beef with Eminem, they don't come back. <laughs> no. Um, but MGK being who he is, I guess, mm-hmm. and, and his, very his, blind, stubborn. His, his blind rage mm-hmm. and his stubbornness and yes. his dedication to his craft, 
yes. comes out with the infamous title diss track Rap Devil, which is mm. in the title itself quite the contrast from Rap yes. God. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I mean, Eminem dissed his own mom back in the day. He's not afraid to diss yes. some guy from Cleveland. You Correct. know, he went after his own mom, which in history has he has apologized to her with the song Headlights. I suggest listening to that song. But if we look at the lyrics in Rap Devil, the whole thing is a diss track, but he makes fun of his age and mm. um, makes fun of his sobriety as well, which is a, is a common argument with like, oh, Eminem fell off when he got sober, but that's not, that's never fair to say. And Correct. that's whatever. That was a little bit of a low blow, but um, if you go low, Eminem will go, go lower. lower. He will go <laughs> so, lower. So, yeah. Um, I I obviously won't go through the whole song, but he has said the iconic line about facial hair. What is, what is it? Beard's weird. Yep, that's the one. That's lyr- lyr- lyricism genius, right? Right there. That that'll really get him. Mm-hmm. What did you think? What did you? Were you a fan of Machine Gun Kelly when that song came out? I will talk a little bit more about this later, mm. but um. At the time, I did not listen to a lot of rap, so I was not a huge MGK yeah. fan. Um, in in prior years to this coming out, yeah. I, obviously the song caught my attention. Uh, mm-hmm. I am a fan of the song. I will say that. Okay. Um, but wasn't I? Definitely was not a huge MGK fan at the time, Be- as you yeah. were a huge Eminem fan. At the yes, time. I found Rap Devil very. I I I would say I found it disrespectful but i already knew what was coming when that came out like exactly i knew what was in the cooking in the kitchen i knew what was coming yes and i was like and then that just comes later into our is it orchestrated thing because or not correct um eminem dropped probably one of the best diss tracks i've ever heard kill shot i yeah i mean we're we're at that point in the timeline now, anyway. I mean, yeah. there were there was like a week, I think, before, mm-hmm. like a week in between the release yes. of Rap Devil and Kill Shot. Yes. Um, where Eminem kind of um, went to the public a little bit more than he mm-hmm. does usually. He and did, he did a, a couple interviews. Yeah, he and did social an interview media. after it explaining why, but yeah. just to highlight some lyrics in it. Yes. Um, cause his he's always been good at lyricism and stuff, but it was pretty good on this one. Like mm-hmm. beef aside, this was one of his best songs lyrically. Kill shot. I would. That's very. That's a very broad statement for me to make, being an Eminem fan. But I there were lots of moments where, you know, like the iconic like. Ooh, like the stink face yeah. when you hear a good lyric. I did a lot yeah. of those when I first yeah. heard it. One of my favorites was when he was like, I'd rather be 80-year-old me than 20-year-old you. Yeah. That one hit. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. I will say, um, in terms of the two songs comparing them, mm-hmm. I think, and I know you're going to disagree with me, 
<laughs> but I think that Rap Devil is the better song if you're just going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Kill Shot is the better diss, for sure. Okay. I, I I'm just... not going to agree with you, but that isn't a terrible take. It's... I... But, mm. again, I feel like they had, like, even though their sole purpose was to diss each other, um, Rap Devil came out on an... It's like he didn't know what he was really getting himself into. He's like, he, yeah, he knew he was going to respond, but he yeah. didn't know he was going to respond yeah. like that. And also, um, Rap Devil came out on an um, EP that mm. um, MGK released. Is that like the... About like a year. Black and white one? Binge. Like his tongue. Binge. Yes. Yes. Um, so he probably had some other motivation beyond making that song to, you know, fit it into. Yeah. And um, a, a a record that he could you know distribute I mean, and people would listen to. Eminem just straight up wanted to. Yeah, diss it him. wasn't it was, on. It was not an album. for a record. It was not for anything other than the sole purpose of responding. Yeah. and dissing him. So yeah, that is why I think, and I'm not saying that Kill Shot is bad, Mm-mm. but I just think MGK put a little bit more thought into like he wants to distribute this more. And make oh, it. Oh, okay. I was not like, not more thought into the disc, but thought okay. into like distributing it more, which also leads mm. to the possibility of this being orchestrated behind the scenes. But yeah, 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 yeah. Not um, to get too far ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so after the release of Kill Shot, of course, MGK reacts to it, and well, let's he, hear why Eminem said he did. Okay, let's let's do that. So he did um, a long. Uh, one-on-one interview with Sway and he talked about like lots of different topics but he did mention the um the beef and uh he said quote the reason I dissed him is actually a lot more petty than that the reason that I dissed him is because he got on he got on first he said I'm the greatest rapper alive since my favorite rapper banned me from shade 45 or or whatever he said right like, I'm trying to hinder his career. I don't give a F about your career. You think I actually effing think about you. You know how many effing rappers are better than you. You're not even in the effing conversation. So he's mad about it. Yeah. And that, that leads into, like, my favorite line from Kill a Shot, which is, I, I, I don't know, like, the exact quote, but it's like, you're a molehill and I'm going to make a mountain out um, of you. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite line from and that. And it kind of... It fits, though. Um, it fits. And he's literally... He literally gave him a lot more attention. Because I always knew of Machine Gun Kelly, like, Wild Boy and everything. And I we saw him at the Cavs parade in we 2016. Did. We, we did. saw him. And I always knew he existed, but he wasn't that kind of... He wasn't if, that guy. He wasn't if, him. If he wasn't from Cleveland and we weren't from Northeast Ohio, he definitely would not <laughs> okay. have been as prominent, I yeah. think, in our lives. Yeah, so I do think Eminem knew what he was doing, and he's like, if I respond to this dude, he's going to get like a lot more attention now and that's the thing he didn't care like if he wanted and to kind of argue against the point earlier what mgk said about him blacklisting him i feel like if eminem blacklisted him he wouldn't have like responded to him like this because in 
it's almost factual that Eminem really, like, reignited his career. It is. Maybe in a different genre. And I... Correct. And, and that's I, something I want to talk about mm-hmm. later. We can kind of transition well, into yeah. that now. Yeah. Because, so, um... All right. Just to wrap up the time. Off. Just to wrap up the timeline. Yes. In, in a quick couple seconds here. Um, MGK, you know, listens to the response from Eminem. Mm-hmm. He said it was nothing. Like, it was like a paper cut, whatever. He did? But, well, he didn't say that exactly, but he... Wasn't, it. wasn't phased by it. Okay. Um, I think he tweeted. Let me see if I have That's the tweet pulled up. Publicly. He was crying. It's publicly. Um, <laughs> two weeks and three interviews later with a um, laughing emoji, a um, emoji of somebody with a basketball looking like they're going to dunk, a toilet emoji, and then a trash can emoji with the hashtag leg shot and hashtag let's talk about it. And he followed this up in a series of like interviews saying that like he's done with it. He's not even going to respond to it mm-hmm. and he's not going to continue the beef anymore, which for a while um, this was true. But um, in his 2019 album, Hotel Diablo, this is kind of lesser known in the beef, and I didn't even know about this. I heard I don't think about I this. I about this. I heard, I heard this um, when I was just listening to the album on my own. I didn't hear anything about mm. any. You have a theory. I do have a theory. Okay. Um, there is a line on one of the songs, 413, which is as follows. Mm-hmm. I just spent the winter living after someone sent a kill shot missing me. Mm. And unless yeah, I've been living under a, unless I've been living under a rock, which is true, because you know me, I don't really <laughs> keep up with keep up stuff. with a lot of public celebrity stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it being a full year since the height of the beef, mm-hmm. but I've never really heard anyone talk about it. But I we certainly haven't heard Eminem respond. To no, it. he might be over it, and that's where. MGK makes the big switch to punk rock music Correct. and pop punk. Pop punk, forgive pop me. Punk. Wow. But but I do think it was a tad bit orchestrated. I feel like the stuff at the beginning and like um I feel like everything after Killshot might be a little orchestrated. I was thinking everything before Killshot might have been a little orchestrated. I do think MGK kind of did it on purpose to be just be a problem, you know, get the attention. I I would definitely say, like, I don't think it's as deep as the producers at the record label were Mm -hmm. seeing that MGK wasn't selling. They're like, we have to come up with something quick to Mm -hmm. get this kid you know, in the ears of the public, we need to do something. Yeah. So they're like, okay, at this day, at this time, you're going to tweet this about Eminem's daughter. And then like, we have this whole plan yeah. of how this is going to go over the next five, six years. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. No. What I do think is MGK definitely sparked the fire and then they realized they could do something with that. And mm-hmm. then they kind of kindled it around. Cause I, they might, they did, MGK probably went into it knowing Eminem was going to respond because he knows how yeah. Eminem probably feels sure. about him because of everything with Haley. So 
they kind of just baited Eminem because they knew what he was going to do. So I do believe that part was orchestrated with um, MGK, like, knowing what he was doing. Yeah, and there are, like, a lot of out of character um actions and reactions mm-hmm. from both of them especially Eminem because like we said at the beginning of the podcast he's not very open on social media he's not he he likes to stay out of the public eye as much as possible especially since he's been sober so yeah. him to come out and do interviews leading up to kill a shot instead of just dropping it yeah and he ha- is like he's had little beef moments after kamikaze and everything where he does little disses but he has gone on the record multiple times saying it's just whoever's name fits in the rhyme and everything and whoever first comes to mind and how the rhyme flows which is what gets him in a lot of trouble especially in his early days with like christina aguilera and britney spears Mm -hmm. and all all those people so um it's it's i will say i wouldn't call this beef immature it just I, it's not immature in any way it, i agree it had very good outcomings yes because i mean we we talked about this a little bit in preparation mm-hmm. who we each thought won the beef mm-hmm. and i think the the true winner are the fans i think <laughs> Because, as you know, I didn't me, hear you say this. Well, I I, I realized this through talking. <laughs> okay. Um, because you know I'm obviously on the MGK side here, but I mm-hmm. think Eminem is the best thing that's ever happened to MGK in his career. This whole beef because mm-hmm. it rebirthed him into this pop punk artist that we see today, and this that's when I started to and yeah like MGK more, and then from. And that the, music's not terrible. Albums. It's not. I, I I love that music. I, and, I know you love it, but from me, right. from an Eminem lover standpoint, yes. listening, because I'm subject to his music a lot because of you, I listen to his music, and I, I definitely don't hate it. I definitely yeah. don't, don't hate it. And I do think he did find his true calling. So, yes. And, and I mean, he's had, he's had, he has had, <laughs> Two pop punk albums. Yes. And both of them have been number one albums. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Eminem just keeps doing his thing. I feel like nobody really lost. No nobody, one lost. Nobody lost. No and people lost. will and continue to make the yeah, joke like, oh, the, Eminem made MGK switch genres. Right. He got him. But like, right. I just feel like that was the best outcome for everybody. I agree. So. I agree. To wrap it all up, we still... I, I still love Eminem. You still love pop punk MGK. Yes. You love that era. And and that's just how the wor- world should be. We yes. should just respect each other's opinions on this and then just go about our day because that's just how life works. Well, this has been a very special episode of WZIP's Music Mixdown. Thank you, Kyle, for joining me. Thank you, Zoe, for having me. This has been very fun. I enjoyed... Um, not really arguing with you, but giving you a few weird looks that uh, the listeners may not um, 
picked up on, but I did give you a few yes. side eyes. We we will need a camera next time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe in Maybe the TV side can provide that. Yeah, talk, all right. Talk, all talk right. To some guys over there. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Zoe and Kyle. I love you. Goodbye.